0: Welcome back <clears throat> Show off that Sugar Sean shirt Episode 2 of The Dirty Jab <clears throat> With Cigars and Sports Brought to you by Dirty Les Six Figure Arbitrage Sponsored by D. Les Holdings <clears throat> Good to see you guys um, UFC 254 um, Return of the Land of the Eagle Khabib officially retires Going down, claiming himself as As the GOAT, pound for pound Number 1 uh, we'll get in that to a little later. But um, tons of great fights. Tons of great new fighters. Lots of money that was made this week. Shout out to my boy Stu Mahoney. Having some faith in me. Going through with uh, some big parlays. With some names that we hit on. And he said he won a few hundred bucks. So congrats to you Stu the Lou. <clears throat> Starting off first fight of the of the night. Or the morning was uh, Joel Alvarez. Um, first round submission over Alexander yakolev uh yakolev <clears throat> um joel's really wowed me in his last two fights he's he's gonna be my first shout out of the day actually um last three uh in last three finishes he's got a tk or sub a great ground game on the bottom where he has that tony ferguson like um throws it submissions from all over angles uh to not only tap out his opponent, but to also switch into uh, better positions for himself, um, really utilizing it as kind of a reversal game. And also likes to throw those elbows and get some punching punches in um, from the bottom as well. But <clears throat> being that bottom game aggressor, a lot of those guys <clears throat> let the wrestlers kind of take control. What I did see was someone that does um, control the clinch, control against the fence, hold posture, really um, have control of uh, the positions that he wants to be in, being on top or on bottom. So he's comfortable on bottom, but he does utilizes uh, the positioning on top, which is what you're looking for, especially in in the MMA game. Um, And just every fight looking better and better. uh, He's quick, he's strong. um, And I do believe he's gonna be a a top ten five contender 510 contender in that 155 division kind of looking at the rankings and who's in front of them I I see a bunch of good fights you could go Kevin Lee that'd be a great matchup Gregor Gillespie you got Drew Dober um, Bobby Green uh, really one of my favorites uh, watching lately he's got to fight this next weekend Um, so I think those could definitely uh, align stars as long as he gets that W next fight of the night Miranda Maverick versus Liana <coughs> Jojua. Um, Liana's first fight back, and, and the, she took a little time off the UFC. And Miranda's first fight in the UFC, uh, Invicta champion, one of the most hyped women MMA girls uh, coming in this year, and she absolutely proved it. Looked apart, showed the part, um, came in, writ six pack, huge old booty, um, shoulders, and, and just dominated. Um, Really utilizing the kicks for for the reach and, and establishing that respect and and just had the control. And then on the ground, too, against the clinch, she was just bigger, stronger, um, and you could tell a little more technical, too. So, congrats to her, as well. Next fight. Da Un Jung for Sam Alvey. Smiling Sam Alvey. Sam's time to go. Ran into a prospect. If he wants to have one of those old-timer fights for good time's sake, maybe run it back with an opponent that he really likes. Uh, give it to him. Great guy. You know, smiling in the ring and everything, but he's done. Um Jung. One of the top prospects coming out of Korea. Um, he had a good showing. He had a great showing. Dominated the fight. Um, really utilizing, like I said, the ground and clinch, um, and kind of walking his opponent down the whole time. Nothing stands out to me saying, oh, you know, this guy's gonna, uh, you know, run through the division. But uh, solid all in all, first performance, and um, I am looking to see how it builds off of it for sure. <clears throat> we got Alex Cowboy Oliveri versus Shavak Rakamonav. Uh First L of, of the day, kind of ruined the parlays only. Uh, L of the day is actually, as far as betting goes, um, Shavak Rokamanov is the real deal. Uh, looked into him undefeated until there. Uh, heard a lot about him, master of Sambo, um, and, and did have a lot of credentials. Personally, um, a lot of people that I follow really into MMA and we spoke to, they told me this guy's the real deal and to watch out from what I saw, at least from Cowboy, and we all know Cowboy. um, Explosive, unorthodox, but very undisciplined. So I knew he had a chance to knock out the rook, Shavakok, but I also knew if he was disciplined enough that he could knock out Cowboy. Um, Really impressed and um, just had the control from the beginning. Cowboy came out, gave him A nice sock right in the face and really woke him up. And after that, just controlled everything. We all knew with the Master sambo, he was going to get the clinch, going to get the throws, going to control the ground. Especially with Alex's weaker ground game. Very, um, like I said, unorthodox, but experienced um, standing up. And after he shook off that punch, he just... Walked him straight down and, and ended up being more technical than Alex, too. Beating them with the jab and whatnot. Um, very impressed, like I said, probably for the fourth time. Um, and I'm looking to see, you know, how it's going to move forward. Uh, he kept his composure and and really dominated it at the end with that submission. Um, so, yeah, moving on to the next one. We got Casey Kenney versus Nathaniel Wood. Uh, you know, it was a scrap. It went all, all three rounds, really hammering it out. Kenny was favored. Yes, Wood is kind of a prospect, but there's some of those prospects that are just kind of overhyped, and I think that's kind of Wood too. I'm excited to see Kenny go into his next, Casey Kenny go into his next fight and prove to me a little more. Uh, we got Ty Tuivasa versus Stefan Struve. <sighs> I bet against Ty the last two fights and I won. And I've said I will never bet on him. There's certain fighters, especially in the heavyweight, their weight, their gas tank, their endurance, it's just not up to par. And Anytime you put him against some other fighter with with just a little bit better, they just can't handle it. And that's been Tua his whole career. Until you run into stuff on Struve, because his last fights just knocked out all the time. And, And it happened again today. My friend, uh, who you know, I mean, was trying to get me on the Struve train, was like, "Dude, what do you mean? He's got all the natural abilities. He's six eleven. Blah blah blah." And I tried to tell him, "I'm like, look, if you're six foot eleven and you're not one of the best, that means you're probably not that coordinated, and you probably don't have that much talent. If you have all the natural abilities and everyone is in the same rules as you." It's just kind of like basketball, and he's a big basketball fan. I'm like, how coordinated are a six foot eleven guy and a six foot seven guy, a six foot eight? It's only three inches, and it's, it's you know what I mean. It's night and day as far as athleticism goes. So um, I think that really, you know, that length and everything does slow you down. And, and as far as Struve showed, um, he's going in retirement. As nice as I could say. Next one: Magnomed Ankala versus Ion Um Ion was the um, Ion was the favorite into their first fight. Um Mag- Magnomed won the first fight by a mess up in the ref. Uh, he was kind of faking. Ion was faking being knocked out, and it was a real fake. Uh, there was really no punches. He was just trying to 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 bait uh, Maglamed. And um, the ref called it. They wanted to rerun it back. And it wasn't even close. Ion got absolutely Uh Maglamed is uh, going to be someone coming up in the division. So um, we will see what goes on in that soon. Uh, next one, Phil Haas versus Jacob Malhoun. Um Phil Haas just, you know, <clears throat> needed someone to get in there. I believe Jacob was a uh, last minute or, you know what I mean, short fight notice. And it proved, um, let's keep that Phil Haas train running. Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris, a second round TKO. Volkov looked good. Volkov has looked good in his last weekend fights. What I really do think this is more of a, a Harris issue. Um, you know, after a few big wins, he did get the hype and, um, we all kind of get down to it. There's nothing really behind Walt Harris. Uh, you want to talk about his wrestling and whatnot, but he, he didn't even get to utilize it. Um, <clears throat> knocked out against Oversteam last fight. And then uh, your two fights before that, you got uh, Alexio Linick. Yes, that's, uh, I would say a big fight but it was only 12 seconds so you really you really don't know how how long you know what i mean and then uh sergey spivak i guess the last two fights what i'm looking at um his two wins both wins were in a matter of a minute and two seconds when you combine them so um just didn't look himself or or just not ready for that level of competition maybe it was coronavirus i don't know I didn't pick Walt Harris to win, but I didn't think he was going to look like that either. Going on the next fight, getting it into the top two, we got Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier. And um, it's just kind of been like that middleweight title fight reenactment. Bobby was just too too polished. He was more polished than Cannoneer, more technical, and even quicker. You thought Cannoneer was going to be coming from a heavyweight going into the middleweight. He was going to be more athletic, stronger, uh, faster, just have more physical attributes. And and Robert said, no, not only was he more technical and polished, but he was quicker. He beat Cannoneer to every punch. Um, and from what I saw, when you're that First, to everything, it's not just physically, obviously, it's mentally too. And that showed he was just on another level um, from Cannoneer. Um, and just control them in all aspects of the fight, really utilizing that jab and that front leg kick. It's clearly he's the number one contender, but I don't blame Izzy on thinking, you know what I mean, if he's really not a contender. <clears throat> you can't do the Till Hermanson fight. In my opinion, put Izzy against them because uh, Rob just beat Till. Uh, maybe you want to put Rob and Hermanson, but um, you know Izzy, this guy two, two, three weeks ago was the biggest, one of the biggest stars in MMA with what we thought all these options. Um, oh, I'm gonna do here and then clean out this division, and kind of go on the next. Well, Rob won. I'm assuming he doesn't want to fight Rob. Um, and he's clearly the next one. What are you going to do? Move up to the 205 pound belt now that John Jones is not fighting and fight Jan Blachowicz. And then Jones is going to come down and beat your ass right after. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like Izzy was talking and it was fun, but he kind of talked himself into a corner. And then the last fight, the <coughs> main event. Khabib the Eagle, Nuragomedov versus Justin the Highlight Gaethje title fight to <clears throat> intertwine the champion and the intern champion, crown him. Khabib with the second round triangle choke. Credit when credit is due. <sighs> Definitely top five in the UFC. Um, dominant champion. And for me, it's more about him as a person. Um, his discipline is extremely... Um, Inspiring and my favorite attribute of him. Um, On the other side, though, the fighting. (sighs) Justin Gaethje is a great fighter. Great 155-pounder. He was the intern champion. But there was so much hype on Justin Gaethje. He's great. But I think we took it a little too far. And I say we everyone in the media he looked great against Tony Ferguson absolutely put a licking on and kicked his ass but before that knocking out Cowboy Cerrone is is that really that big of a deal to me um you know he lo- lost to Dustin um and lost to Edson Barbosa right before that as well I I I personally wasn't buying that much into the Justin Gaethje hype train as everyone else was, I think, and, and it kind of showed. Um, up until this fight, every opponent that we've talked about, Khabib, is obviously the wrestling aspect, but then also the gas tank. Can they keep up with Khabib's gas tank? Can they keep up with his endurance? Um, you know, that was Connor's big question. And then that was also dustin's big question because dustin has that black belt experience um, we thought oh you know what i mean maybe he'll be able to grapple not grapple but you know what i mean not be tired out by that ground and pound connor lasts four rounds dustin lasts three justin lasts two and it's you know what i mean no kabib's put out there that he could have broken justin's arm in the first round and ended it but didn't want to do it in front of justin's parents and you know what I mean? Saved him to the next round. Justin was gassed three minutes into the first round. And it really showed. Um, and yeah, why weren't we talking about that? I don't know. Um, but I just personally didn't think, you know, Justin was that much of a lead that, that it showed. Um he did win the first round technically by split decision from the judges. So whatever that means, that means. But yeah, that's that's just kind of my opinion. Um, moving forward, obviously, Khabib leaves the 155 division. I'd love to chat about that really quick. Uh, if it was up to me, you move go to uh, Arizona and you do a tournament battle. Um, you already have Connor and Dustin. And then you do, um, I think... You would wait a little and do Gaethje and Ferguson. If you want to put Chandler in there right away, and kind of have Gaethje wait a little, uh, fight out that that tournament, claim a champion, and then have Dustin uh, or Justin face them or face kind of the person that lost. Um, That'd be kind of cool. What I think will happen, I think they're going to put that title fight um, in Connor. As far as business goes, I think of it kind of two different ways, and I'm, you know, what I mean, kind of going through this as we're talking too. You have Connor and a title fight. Connor is a, uh, like you said, you get your own date with Connor. Dana had to reach out January. This is Connor's date. January 23rd is Connor's date, no one else's. Then you have title fights where you can make another one. Uh, you're gonna have to pay pay per view to two people. You can do Connor and a title fight together in one, have one of the biggest, you know what I mean? pay-per-views, which I'm assuming they're going to do, and then just pay Connor his pay-per-view points. Or you can have two pay-per-views and you still have to pay Connor's pay-per-view points on the 23rd and then pay the champion their pay-per-view points um, on another day. But now that I'm thinking about that, I don't think that champion per se is going to be bringing in that much pay-per-views. Um, so you got to bring them together. And I do think Conor um, will somehow be talked in into fighting into a champion. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Dirty Jap episode two. We'll be tuned in next week, um, bringing the fights back to Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks, guys.